Welcome to the Marshall Pruitt Podcast and your week in IndyCar interview series. Recently, I've been calling these catching up with, but I genuinely forgot Linus Lundqvist, our reigning Indy Lights. Now we call it Indy NXT, but our reigning Indy Lights champion. I forgot that I used to just call these week in IndyCar interviews. And so that's what we're going to get back to doing very quickly before we talk about your successful IndyCar testing debut on an oval. Going to say a massive thank you to Cooper Tires, those who power the USF Championships presented by Anderson Promotions, the Justice Brothers, TorontoMotorsports.com, and a new partner, Lena, since you uh, were last on the show, Discount Tire, which is getting in uh, very heavily and seriously with the USF Championships. So big thanks to all of them, and a big thanks to you, man, because it sounds like you strapped in to a Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan Racing NTT IndyCar. Uh, went really quick at Texas Motor Speedway. Tell folks what it's like going from not driving a race car in a little bit to 220 plus miles an hour on crazy high banking and having never done that on a big oval before. Difficult to put into words, um, honestly. And it was one of those things as, Obviously, I spoke to as many many drivers and as many engineers I could before the test, kind of hoping to to prepare myself a little bit. But nothing could prepare you for that, man. It was unbelievable. Like I'm not gonna lie, the first couple of laps, my stomach and head wasn't sure if I was gonna throw up or pass out or if I was gonna be fine. Uh, <laughs> I had so many emotions on those first couple of laps. But, uh, but yeah, it was absolutely awesome. Um, you know, even, you know, you start off with just doing an install lap, but even on that install lap on the back stretch, I was just like, holy shit, this is going to be fast. So, um, so yeah, it was cool. It was very, very cool. Super happy to have done it. Uh, proud of the day that we did because it ran by very smoothly. Um, and it surprised me because like the first, you know, maybe 10 laps, I was like, all right, this is fast by then lap 11 you're just like okay well how can we go a little bit faster and a little bit faster how can we minimize scrub you know all these you know very quickly my brain turned on to you know performance mode and how can we go even faster and leaving the part where it's like oh shit this is fast so um that was kind of nice to see because obviously i've never done an oval in an indycar never done a super speedway before so i wasn't really sure how i was going to react but yeah i loved it tell me about the amount of laps you were able to do, Linus, you know, I realize that there's a lot of ins and outs during testing, so I wouldn't ask how many to remember how many sessions uh, or stints you did, but tell us about the amount of time you got to spend in the car, roughly how many laps you did, and I know we're just coming out of a race where tons of rubber was put down, so hopefully uh, there's plenty of friend, friendly grip, but also hoping that you put up some representative speeds as well to show the team that, hey, uh, if and when I were ever asked to do this again, uh, I might not be uh, too bad at it. <laughs> yeah, well, I hope I gave that impression at least. Um, and yeah, we did. I think in the end, we racked up some 220 odd laps, a little bit more maybe. Um, so not far from muffle race distance, which was, which was nice. Uh, we got actually a little bit delayed in the morning because it rained overnight. So we didn't get running until maybe 1130. Uh, but then from, and then we extended the running until 7 PM. So we actually got like a proper full day of running, which was nice. Uh, and I think I got out of the car once 
out of those hours, you know, the eight wow. hours that we ran. So <laughs> I was in the car for a very long time. Um, and, uh, that, that was like a 10 minute break that we had as well. So it wasn't like an hour's break, uh, because I knew that, you know, we had a quite an extensive test program that they wanted to go through. So I knew that, you know, we're going to have to maximize every minute on track that we have here. So, um, so yeah, but that was good, good as well for me, obviously both plenty of laps to get comfortable with it. Um, but also, you know, almost a bit of a training session in the sense where, you know, if my physical ability was, was able to do it, um, uh, which was fine, actually, obviously it helps when you're doing shorter runs, but I felt fine throughout the day. So that was kind of good to see as well. Cause it's been a while since I've been in the car. Let's talk about the team that you did this with and you, by the way, I know I've mentioned this before in print and probably on my weekend IndyCar listener Q and a podcast, you were out there working, son, you were out there hunting for opportunities. Obviously we've chronicled many times and I don't feel the need to uh, go through it all again, but you were not exactly given what Indy lights champions have been given for many years to help them advance to IndyCar. So while I know that that certainly didn't make you, your uh, HMD Motorsports team happy last year, that didn't deter you. So one of the many things I appreciate about you is you're not someone who's just going to sit and cry and complain and hope someone solves your problems. You went out immediately and said, okay, well, then I just got to go make something happen. And that's what you've done here. Seeing you on pit lane or in the garages at the Rolex 24 at Daytona, for example, in January, of course, you would have loved to have been racing in a GTP car or something there, but you were meeting people, trying to make connections, make things happen. Tell me about this and how this came together of you trying to uh, find an IndyCar team to at least do a test with and what it was like getting to work with one of IndyCar's championship winning, Indy 500 winning, most storied teams in Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan Racing. Yeah, it was great. Uh, a great opportunity and a great honor to uh, to do a test together with those guys. Um, you know, we've I've been in touch with with uh, with Bobby and and the whole team for for a couple of years. You know, since I came to America, uh, kind of talking. You know, if maybe we can do something in the future. Uh, and now, you know, eventually after winning the title, they said, "All right, well, now we have a we have a good excuse to put you in the car." So, um, you know, obviously it, it took some time to, to make it happen, but we finally did. Um, so then actually, you know, strapping into the car felt, felt really, really cool. Obviously they had, not going to lie, a very, very difficult weekend at, uh, at Texas, yeah. but they knew that. And that's why I think we had such an extensive program to go through. Um, and I think the whole team was actually very happy that we had the test that we, that we had, you know, cause obviously in the 500 is coming up and it's, you know, probably the, well, it is certainly the most important race of the year. So, um, you know, hopefully I could have played a small part in maybe taking them step a bit closer to the front. Um, so it would be interesting to see at the 500 and, you know, if they made a step, then I'd say to myself that, you know what, I actually helped those guys a little bit. That was a thing. One of the last things or two that I wanted to close on Linus, and that is you weren't just chucked into the car, said, Hey, go around a bunch of circles and uh, come back at the end of the day and tell us how you liked it. You were there for a reason, right? They're using a young driver evaluation day. So it was very smart of them, but you were there not to just 
get experience on ovals, this was truly about going there to help RLL to run through a bunch of testing items to try, as you mentioned, to improve their cars on future big ovals. What was that like, knowing that you were having to learn and get comfortable with going 220-plus miles an hour on a big banked oval first, and then with no time to go sit and process, right? Hey, come back tomorrow, let it all sink in instantly once you were comfortable. All right, we're going to make this change. We're going to try this. We're going to unbolt this and bolt that on. We're going to do this here and did that for hours and hours and hours on end. What was that like? You have a reputation for being very good on the technical side, but what was it like having to adapt and adjust so quickly and then be a high-value asset to RLL to give them quality information they needed? It was great. I love to be to have been a part of that. Obviously, very impressive to see you know, the scale of which they operate is obviously it's a step from any development work that I've done in the past in all of the junior series. And, you know, the tools and all the data that, that they have access to is obviously a big step and, and some new things to learn from me. Um, but, you know, the, the adapting phase, as you mentioned, that was probably one of, I wouldn't say my biggest concern beforehand, but obviously they were very focused on developing the car and in my mind, I was just like, well, I just need to get comfortable um, <laughs> to start off with. And I think in their own plan, you know, theoretically, they said, we're going to give you four laps to get up to speed. I said, you know, <laughs> I might need a little bit more than that. Can I get five? Um, Can I go, I got a couple dollars in my pocket. <laughs> Can I buy a sixth? <laughs> yeah. And, but they were super nice. And, you know, they were very honest and straight with me and said as well, you know what? take as long as you need. If it takes you the whole day to get up to speed, then that's what it's going to take, you know, whatever it takes for you to get comfortable. And that's where we start, uh, which was nice. Um, but I think, I think it was actually on my fourth lap in my first proper run that I was able to do three and four flat. And then, you know, after that, it was just about, you know, the lifting in one and two. And after a handful of laps, that was flat as well. So, you know, after, I think it was, 30 odd laps or so they said okay you're up to speed let's get <laughs> let's get back to testing so uh, yeah the program started you know very early uh and actually surprised how how early i felt comfortable obviously downforce levels were up compared to what they were running at texas but you know generally speaking it was um it was nice you know the speeds didn't seem that tired terrifying after a couple of laps and you know balance wise it was um it was a great day Let's close on this, the obvious question. You did this test with the hope of demonstrating your skills and value. The team, RLL team, doesn't currently have any openings. We know that. But if nothing else, you wanted to be able to show them and hopefully have others come to learn that, hey, there's a reason this kid's a champion. Uh, there's a reason he was the best coming out of junior open wheel. And love to announce that you're doing a X number race IndyCar program with, with whomever later in the year. I know you're still working on things, but do you have anything in the pipeline? Do you think this might lead to something before long to where we aren't talking about you doing a test, but you making your first NTT IndyCar series start? Man, I would love that. I would love nothing more than that. Um, but we'll see. Uh, you know, unfortunately, I can't announce anything here because I don't have anything 
done and dusted. Um, but hopefully some plans are in the work that, like you said, you know, we can, we can do a couple of races this year. I think that's the best case scenario for me. Um, and obviously a test like this, uh, definitely helps. It gets me a little bit closer. It checks off the list of doing an oval or in a super speedway and then in the car as well. So, you know, I'd like to think that we've, we've shown pretty much that we, we can run anywhere, anytime in any car. So, um, you know, hopefully this was just another tick of the box and we can slowly edge closer to, uh, to making uh, a race happen. Let's just go ahead and announce that you're replacing Lance Stroll at Aston Martin and see if that flies. <laughs> just don't tell his dad. But yeah, I mean, I, you know, I got a bunch of great ideas. Well, I don't know if they're great. I got ideas. They're actually terrible. Don't listen to a thing I say, Linus, but you've known this for years. Well, son, happy to hear yeah. things went as well as you hoped. And obviously, for all of us who live and care about and love uh, USF Championships, Indie NXT, and all the amazing drivers who come through this with a dream of reaching IndyCar, hopefully this is yet another strong step by you to get closer to making that dream happen. So glad to hear it went well and look forward to seeing you soon. Yeah, thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Yeah, fingers crossed.